Welcome to the Confident Dollar Podcast, where we are seeking to bring confidence and organization to your financial life. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Confident Dollar Podcast. Um, in today's episode, we're going to talk about investing misconceptions. Um, there are a lot of investing misconceptions out there, and I wanted to go through kind of the top uh, few that I see very often, um, questions that I get very often with new uh, prospects or people that are just looking into investing for the first time. Um, and I wanted to help debunk these because they are definitely misconceptions. They are um, a lot of... Uh, not truth, uh, with a lot of these concerns that people have when it comes to starting investing. Um, and just want to set the record straight on some of these. So, um, one that I've seen often, um, is that you need a lot of money to invest. So that's kind of investing misconception. Number one, you need to have a lot of money to start investing. And this could not be further from the truth. Um, I've talked, I've talked to a lot of people who just aren't investing because they just don't think they have enough money. They just think it's something that, um, you know, I don't even know really what they think as far as what, how much money you're supposed to have when you start investing, but they're not doing it because they don't think they have enough money. And that can be further from the truth. I am a firm advocate that you could just, you just need to start with wherever you are. And even if that's just $20 a month that you're investing, or you have just a couple hundred dollars or $50 lying around, like just get started and get started with something. Um, because the, the longer you keep putting it off thinking that you just don't have enough money to get started. Um, the more time you're wasting. And as you're wasting time, you're, you're losing money. So, um, I don't want you to be losing money. And so I want you to get started and you just don't need to have a lot of money to start. That is a huge misconception when it comes to investing, um, getting into different funds or, uh, accounts there. Yes. Certain, maybe if you're trying to work with a certain financial advisor, they have a minimum that's different than what it actually takes to start investing. You can get started with $20 a month, $10 a month, whatever that you have available, just get started. Um, don't let thinking that that, you know, don't let that way of thinking being what holds you back from investing. Um, because that will be why you lose in the long run because you're, you're not, um, investing because you don't think you don't have enough money. Um, misconception number two, people think like, isn't it gambling? I mean, the stock market feels like it's gambling, like it's up, it's down. Who knows what's going to happen? How do you ever know what's going to happen? And so that seems like it's gambling. Um, the stock market is not gambling. Now, putting all your money in crypto, that's gambling. Um, putting your money in single stocks, that could be considered gambling. Uh, depending on how you invest, there are certain ways in which that would be much more like gambling because you're not diversified, you're putting your money, all, all your eggs in one basket. That's going to be a lot more like gambling because you don't know what's going to happen in those particular uh, companies or in, in crypto or those type of things. So there are ways in which you can invest that that is going to be a lot more like gambling, but most of investing, historically speaking, especially if you're diversified, it is not gambling. Now in the short term, does the market go down? Yes. The market goes down every year. The market ha on average every year has one pullback. So that would be a 10% decline. Um, and that's, that's average once a year, at least for that. Then you also know that there's bear markets and there's recessions and there's this, that, and the other that have happened historically with markets every single year. Those always happen. That is the truth about investing as we know those are going to keep happening. But we also know his, if you look historically and you look at the data when it comes to investing, the stock market 
is always, it always recovers. And it, if you have been invested, you are making money over the period of time. Those blips on the screen are, you know, a lot smaller, the drops than the gain of the market over time. And so, um, it's not gambling. It's, it's, it's actually a sure thing that, you know, it's going to go up in the long run. Again, to clarify, it is how you invest. If you are investing in single stocks, um, that's a lot more, um, uh, condensed of how you're investing. So you're really putting a lot into those specific companies. I am not someone who is a big fan of investing in, in single stocks. Um, I know people like to do it and that's what they want to do with their free time. It's not where I want to spend my time and it's not where I want to have to like pay attention to things all the time in order to be invested in single stocks. Um, and I, I prefer to be more diversified. And so, um, that's not how I like to invest. Um, and that is going to be, feel, feel like a lot more, like I said, a lot more like gambling when you're invested in single stocks. If you invest in ETFs and you invest in mutual funds and you have a basket of investments within your funds, you're diversified, you're spread out across different parts of the market. And so as you know, certain companies have a harder time, you have other companies in there that are doing fine. Um, so you just have that diversification and it's just a lot easier. You don't have to be the one, you know, trying to manage it and thinking that you're the one that knows everything that's happening internally with this company that you let other people handle that for you. Um, within like an ETF or a mutual fund and you're diversified. So it's not like gambling. Um, it's not like there, there, there is obviously risk with investment. There is always risk. Um, there's a risk of loss hundred percent. That is for sure a risk that you have when it comes to investing, you have a risk of loss. Um, but if you stay invested over time, you will, your investments will, will go up. Um, the stock market has always gone up. So that's misconception number two. Misconception number three is that you're going to lose all, I'm going to lose all my money. Like I don't, how do I know I'm not going to lose all my money? Like in 2008, you know, all I saw in 2008 was people couldn't retire because they lost all their money. Um, you only lose your money when you sell your investments. So I just, this is a concept that a lot of people don't understand. Yes. The market is down. Market has been down been volatile. It's volatile again this year. We have a lot going on, right? Interest rates, recessions, now more geopolitical events, um, that causes volatility in the market. The market is down. So if you've been investing, you log into your investment account, you see that your account balance is lower than it had been previously because the market is down. So you think I lost money. Okay. Yes. On paper, currently you have lost money. If you sold everything within your investment account, you are not at the high that you were, you lost some money, but that's on paper right now because you haven't actually sold it. You still own the same number of shares, unless you've sold, you still own the same number of shares that you owe that you owned before the market went down. So if you had a hundred shares of a fund and you haven't sold anything, you still have a hundred shares. Now your share value has gone down but it is unrealized at this point because you have not sold any of your shares. So as soon as the market goes back up, you still own the same number of shares and your share value is going to go back up and your investments are going to go back up. So you only lose if you sell. I mean, you also could lose if the value of your investment goes to zero. But again, if you're investing in diversified investments, like different types of mutual funds or ETFs, 
that's very unlikely to happen because there's a whole lot of companies within that investment and the chances of all those companies going to zero is not likely. So you're not going to lose your money if you hold on to your investments and you ride out volatility. Your value is down on paper, but your value, your share value is still, your, your number of shares are still there. So you, again, you only lose if you sell those investments. So for some people, for certain clients, I've told them, like, I know that they, they don't like to see their value go down. They have not lost, but like, Hey, just maybe don't pay attention for a little while. Let this market ride itself out and then log back in in a few months and see where we're at. Um, because you don't want to have that panic and that fear because that fear is what holds people back from investing. If I'm going to lose all my money, just like people did in 2008. But again, that's not true. They only lost it because they didn't plan accordingly. They needed to take it out for their retirement and it wasn't there. There are ways around planning for those types of things in which you don't need all your money at certain times because you're only going to lose your money if you actually sell the investments during that time. Okay. Misconception number four is now's a bad time. Now's a bad time to invest, so I, I can't do it. Um, ironically, the stock market is the only place that things go on sale. I think it's Warren Buffett that says it. And people go out the door screaming. Um, they run out the door screaming. Right now, it's on sale. Things are on sale. Things are cheaper. And so it's actually a great time to start investing um, because you're getting a cheaper price to get into the market to buy those shares of that investment. And so, um, things are on sale. So it's actually a great time. Um, but in reality, when it comes to investing, there is not a bad time and there is not a perfect time because if you just invest consistently, you're just getting in the market over time, over time, you are going to your, the value of your investments will go up over time. Now, if you are investing for a short period of time, then yeah, now it's a bad time because now will always be a bad time. If you're only investing for a short period of time no matter if the market's up or down, I'll always say it's a bad time because if you're short, if you're investing for a two to three year period of time, that is too volatile and too short of a time period to know what the market's going to be doing in that period of time. You should keep that out of the stock market. You should keep that out of investing, keep that in a cash like investment, not in the stock market. If your time frame is longer than that, then it's always a good time because as you just put money in, you know, your investments are going to grow over a period of time. Um, so if you are, you have decades until your retirement now is the time you absolutely need to be investing because you have time on your side in which compound interest can take effect and you have to work way less hard to get your money to where you want it to be. And so now's a great time. If you are 60 and you're planning to retire in five years, now's a fantastic time. Now's a fantastic time to get the rest of those contributions in to get yourself to where you want to be for your retirement. So now is always a good time unless you're investing in the short term and then it's never a good time, whether the market is up and down, up or down, excuse me. So again, don't pay attention to where the market is currently on a day-to-day -day basis because we know on any given day, the market's going to be any given place. There's always good news and there's always bad news and it's just fluctuating day to day. But over time, if you're invested for a long period of time, the market will win and you will win if you're invested in it. If you do not invest your money, you will not be able to retire. You will not be able to meet your long-term goals. That's just the reality of what it is. So if you, the longer you wait to get it going, 
the more you're hurting yourself, the more you're going to have to work harder and save more to make up for it. Time in the market is a thousand is, is the only way to do investing rather than trying to time the market. So don't try to time the market when it comes to investing, just get started, just get going, just do it again. You don't need a certain amount. It's always a good time. Unless it's a short-term investment, then it's never a good time. It's not like gambling. Look at the charts. The market has over the long run, always gone up. Um, not every year and not every day, but over the long run, it just keeps going up and you only lose your money. If you sell, you don't sell during down markets, you hold on during down markets and you just keep investing. So hope this is helpful to help debunk some of those investment misconceptions for you, because I want you to be confident in your investments, confident with your money so that you can live confidently and know you're going to meet your long-term goals. So thank you for tuning in. And I look forward to next time. Have a good day. Lauren Gage is a registered representative with and securities offered through LPL financial member FINRA SIPC. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. Individual tax and legal matters should be discussed with your tax or legal professional. Economic forecasts set forth may not develop as predicted and there can be no guarantee that strategies promoted will be successful. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into, into directly. There is no assurance that the techniques and strategies discussed are suitable for all investors or will yield positive outcomes. The purchase of certain securities may be required to affect some of the strategies. Investing involves risk, include, including loss of principal.